0: Hello there, and welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello, and welcome back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prell. Today, we're continuing our discussion of diversification. Now, we all know, and we discussed at great depth last time, that if you diversify, if you invest in four separate sectors, and one of them crashes, well, since you're diversified, you don't have to worry so much because you still have money in the other three. But what happens if they're all kind of moving around at different speeds? Or, perhaps one suffers a significant setback but the fundamentals are still strong so this brings us to diversification's lesser known cousin rebalancing so let's say that i decide to have a portfolio divided evenly between stocks bonds and real estate now after a year that balance will likely be different from when i started and i'll start by putting 100 hundred thousand into each type of investment, but in that particular year, stocks will outperform, let's say. And all of a sudden, I'll have 150 in stocks and only 120 in each of the other ones. Rebalancing is the discipline of, at regular intervals, trimming your winners and buying your losers. Now, this may seem counterintuitive, and there are times you may even lose out if you follow this practice, but fundamentally what you're doing here is you're setting yourself up to follow a pattern, and we'll discuss patterns later. It's a super important idea, but you're setting yourself to follow a pattern of selling high and buying low. Now how often one rebalances is a bit of a tricky question. If you're in stocks and bonds, you can rebalance as often as you want, not that you should. Uh, Every time you make trades, you can incur tax penalties. Um, You also don't want to spend your whole life rebalancing, but to rebalance every 6 to 12 months is healthy if you have funds in less liquid investments like real estate, it's going to limit your ability to rebalance. You can obviously only rebalance on some sort of capital event when money's pulled out. But checking from time to time to make sure your money is allocated in the way you want it to be and not the way that the market just handed to you is an important discipline. Now another important consideration when deciding how to rebalance is to determine the overall timeline and investment thesis that determines your original investment. Say for example you're young and you have $100,000 to invest but your goal is to keep this money invested for a very long time. You have a very long horizon where you're not going to need the the money. So you decide you want to start off with 75 percent in stocks 25 percent in bonds. The idea behind this is that the stock market tends to outperform the bond market over time. But you want that quarter of your portfolio in bonds to act as a rainy day fund in case you need to pull money out. Bonds typically hold their value better than stocks during a recession. So you want to have some money in a place where you're gaining money over time and it still holds its value largely in in a downturn. So in this, essentially, the bond portion of the portfolio is the rainy day fund. In this scenario, what happens if you get another hundred thousand to invest? Yeah, you had a great year in business, your stock portfolio shot up, and now you have another hundred thousand dollars. Do you just divide it up the same seventy five twenty-five? Maybe not, because the original allocation wasn't really seventy five twenty five, was it now? It was really you want twenty five thousand in a rainy day fund and the rest you want in the stock market. So in this case you have to be conscious and make decisions based on why you originally invested your funds. On the same time, if the reason why you invested in the bond market was because you really want to have a 75-25 allocation, so then, then you should do this. Now, when it comes to rebalancing, it's important to realize that there really are four types of investments. But to go into this, we're gonna be going a little long, so we'll pick up next time with the four types of investments as general classes and how that impacts rebalancing. Looking forward to seeing you there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, Please do me a huge favor and leave a five star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy podcast sponsored by YDLP Investments. <laughs>